Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We've been talking about these issues for a couple of, of weeks now because, um, I mean, last week I touched upon a recent study that reveals almost half a million Canadians are in fact living with dementia, which is then causing huge amounts of strain on families right across this country who want to do everything to protect and, and care for their loved ones. But at some point, they just can't. So they're forced to put them into care. And there is constant research being done on brain health. More, I think, more now than ever before. And I think that's because more people are realizing brain health is not just an old person issue. It's an issue that affects us much sooner. Sports and concussion. I mean, how many years now have we been talking about football players and hockey players and what happens to their brain after they take all those big hits? Well, it's put the conversation into the mainstream. And there is an initiative being launched today called the Brain Project. It's not its first year, but it's a big fundraiser um, that helps raise money for research. But it's also about getting education out to folks to think about brain awareness. So over the next few weeks, if you're in Toronto or visiting, you're going to start to see art installations popping up. We used to do moose. Well, now you're going to see a bunch of brains done by celebrities and, and local artists of how they perceive brains. And that is to start the conversation. Let's bring Josh Cooper in. He's president and CEO over of Baycrest Foundation. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. Let's talk a little bit about brain health and the importance of even discussing it. Is this something um, that was, as I mentioned, brought in, I guess, to the mainstream because all of a sudden when athletes, people that we can relate to, was that when the conversation started? Look, the conversation for us at Baycrest has been going on about brain health now for decades. And what a lot of people don't realize is much the same way people consider their hearts or their kidneys, their livers or their lungs or their overall body health. Mm -hmm. If they start to think about brain health, uh, the brain will also respond positively to a healthy lifestyle, just like all the other parts of your body, which is something that we focused on in Baycrest at our Rotman Research Institute for several decades now. Yeah, I mean, you don't often think about um, parts of your body, like your heart. Like, you don't think about having a heart attack until you have one, and then you realize, oh, gosh, I've got heart disease, or, you know, geez, I've got uh, a concussion, therefore I'm going to start to forget things. So it's not, I think, till you actually start to suffer it or, or end up knowing somebody that you start to think about it. But what is right now the research focusing on? Where's the, the actual research, um, you know, the biggest research funding going to? So the largest part of it is really directed towards how we help to promote a healthy lifestyle for your brain, just like the other parts of your body. And that's why we've launched the third year of the Yogenfru's Pinkberry Brain Project in support of Baycrest, because we want to get those conversations started. By setting up this art installation all throughout Toronto uh, for the third year now, it gets people to actually talk about their brain health and hopefully do something about it. When are you supposed to start looking into your brain health? I mean, I, I, I think people do think, okay, I'm going to get old, therefore I'm going to start forgetting things, and that's when the brain starts going. But when really should you be starting to look at the health of your mind? 
Well, I mean, as you mentioned before, you were talking about contact sports, which, you know, a lot of people, they are playing contact sports when they're small children, which mm -hmm. over the years, they, they push the age up for contact sports into your teens. But other than that, for the average person, nothing should start, you know, it shouldn't be after you're even your 20s or your 30s. It's just like your heart health or any other part of your body. Whereas, you know, 30 years ago, People didn't walk into restaurants and order egg white omelets, but they do today because they believe that's good for your heart. But you should be thinking the same thing now in your 20s and 30s and beyond about your brain health. So in other words, when you're younger, is I mean, because that's, that's your growth period. I think up until, is it 21 or 25, your brain is still developing? Yeah, it's in your 20s. And so you definitely should be thinking about your brain health from a very early age. Not something, it's not something you just think about in your 60s or 70s, like you made reference before to a heart attack, a heart attack doesn't happen because you were unhealthy the week before. It happens from a lifetime of, of not living a healthy lifestyle or obviously other factors, but by and large. And the same would be true of your brain health. Right. Um, and, and, and I guess then for parents uh, making decisions about what contact sports to put your kids in, whether it's hockey, football, rugby, um, these are all parts of that conversation where you say, look, what sports we put you in now may in fact you know, uh, contribute to the way you age. And I'm not sure if there are any definitive links you might know between contact sports, concussions, and things like dementia, or whether they've been able to link that. But is that how the education and the conversation should start to go? I think anything that helps to promote brain health is certainly a good way to, to have the discussion. And certainly a healthy lifestyle would involve such things as proper diet and exercise, just like all the other parts of your body. So it's all part that adds to to worrying about your brain health. A big part of, of what you do at Baycrest is, of course, the research um, into brain health. What, is, what are some of the more exciting uh, findings that you, you, you know, the foundation has been able to make that you're really focusing on and wanting to get out there? I think the biggest part of it really is about the whole concept of living a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, the brain, thanks to the Brain Project, we've raised almost two and a half million dollars for brain health and for research on brain health. And this is all, if one of the things we've learned is that if we can actually get people to promote, to live longer and promote brain health at an earlier age, we can actually, if we can turn, if we can delay the onset of Alzheimer's right. by even just five years, we will wipe out over half the cases of Alzheimer's in Canada. When would that, when did that come about? I mean. I look at dementia, I mean, unless you're affected by someone with dementia, as I am, we lost a family member to it. It really opened my eyes to just how devastating and how awful the disease is. Do you get the sense that we will ever have a cure for that? You know, at Baycrest, our focus isn't so much about a cure as it is to delaying the onset. Mm -hmm. Because as I said, if you delay the onset, right. and you can actually delay the onset by five years, there is a tremendous result in the amount of cases that will be eradicated or delayed. And right now, as you said, you know, in, in 2018, we have an estimated 564,000 Canadians who are living with dementia. But by 2031, this number is expected to rise to almost 950,000. That's a 66% increase yeah. in, in a matter of, you know, 13, 14 years. Not to mention we have, a, you know, legal marijuana coming in and uh, the legal age will be 21 and brains are still developing. How concerning is that to, to you guys? I think there's just a lot of areas that are still unchartered that need to be explored. And, uh, you know, that's why we have the Brain Project. 
thanks to many of our sponsors, people like Yoga and Fruit Pink Berry, who have been able to help us to spread the conversation about promoting brain health. So that's really where our focus is. Quick um, question, who will be doing some of the artwork? Is this, uh, or are they already selected as celebrities, or are people allowed to submit work? Uh, some of them have been selected already. We have, you know, about 40 of our 50 brains out on the street. Last year we had some great Canadians like Peter Mansbridge and Wayne Gretzky. First year we had people such as Kim Kardashian. This year one of our celebrity artists is uh, Steve Ioki, who's an EDM, uh, EDM DJ. So we have a lot of good people who are standing up in support of brain health and have decided to actually you know, develop and create their version of one of our brains that are displayed all throughout the city now. And come October, for the last two years and this year again, all of our sculptures will be brought together and they end up in Yorkdale Mall through the winter shopping season. And come January then, they'll go to the Promenade Mall in Thornhill. Awesome. Well, I'll keep an eye out for the brains and uh, look forward to seeing how well you do with this campaign. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on. As Josh Cooper, President CEO over of Baycrest Foundation, is a very, very big fundraiser for them. Without it, the brains research that we desperately need, it doesn't get done as easily. This is Global News Radio. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.